Radio 680 WPTF. Making your home great. That's our radio show. Two hours of talking about how to improve your home, the way it looks, uh, sustainability of your home, maintenance, and Tim Ferruzzi is our expert. Tim, of course, Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing, his companies, among others. Tim will talk to you about anything from residential to uh, certain commercial applications also. Hi, Tim. How you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. 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 On the show Good. today, later, we've got Timothy Johnson from Johnson Pressure Wash. That's going to be 3 to 3.30. Um, and this week, we are either, as I said in our promotional announcement, talking about roofs or roofs. Or is it roofs? Tim, you're a roofer. Either, either one. Either one? I call it roof. Highland Residential Roofing is what I'll call it from now on. How's that sound? Yep. All right. yep. Highland Residential Roofing. We, yep, we also have Eagle Roofing, which is our commercial division. I'm going to add that in. All right. Eagle. And, and, and are most commercial applications, these are flat roofs? Yeah, but you do have... Um, churches that oh. have a lot of shingles on them uh, and you have commercial facilities that might have a lot of metal roofs on them yeah. so it varies but but generally speaking a lot of commercial roofs do have like in shopping centers and malls have uh, flat roofs or low pitch roofs and i get people to uh, understand that if tim Ferruzzi is talking about a big project at a mall or a business he is still the guy to call if there's a small problem theoretically a small problem, with your roof or anywhere else on your house. So what do you want to talk about in our first segment about roofs? Well, why don't we start off with uh, residential and um, talk about roof repairs, uh, our roof tune-up offer. Yeah, what is that? How much is that going to cost me? So roof tune-up starts out at $295, and uh, we can't do all houses for $295, but your typical $295 roof tune-up, would include a ranch-style house that's got a walkable pitch, okay. um, not lots of angles, and uh, more of your traditional house that was built maybe in the 50s or 60s, Yeah, just the A-frame straight across and maybe one little addition on the front and, and back. Um, and that, what that includes is, is, is getting on the roof, uh, sealing all the exposed nails, uh, sealing the pipe flashings. Mm-hmm. That's where the plumbing pipes come out of the roof. Spray painting all the pipes and all the metal uh, exhaust vents and um, uh, thermostatic controlled fans. Uh, cleaning out your gutters. Um, checking all the ridge caps. Checking all the shingles around and replacing up to 30 tabs of shingles. Yeah. And uh, just kind of going over the whole thing, trying to get you more time out of your roof. Obviously, if your roof is close to 20 years old, uh, you might get a year or two or three out of it. Right. Um, and then, of course, the prices go up. I'd have to come take a look at the roof to confirm that it is a 295 job. Probably 30% of the jobs we look at do qualify for that. Yeah. Uh, and then the other uh, 70% or so uh, would be would go up. Maybe it would be a 395 job or a $500 job or $800. You can imagine people call hoping to get the 295 and, yeah. Obviously, if it works, it works. But if it doesn't, and it's a steeper roof, bigger roof, uh, those things, of course, elevate the price. And then you get situations where you could never test the job for 
uh, $300 or $800 because it's maybe a flat roof that's leaking or a chimney that needs to be reflashed and there's some plywood damage as well. So obviously I come out and, or one of us will come out and take a look at your job, give you an assessment uh, prior, and then uh, if you want to do it, get you on the schedule and we'll come back and do it. That's good. So what should I look for? You actually mentioned that you're going to uh, do something to the nail heads if there's an exposed nail head. Should I even well, see a nail on my roof? It's hard to see unless you're a person that gets up and walks around on your roof, which most of us aren't. Uh, it's hard to see from the ground. But if your roof's got age on it and you've never really done maintenance to it, yeah, uh, it needs maintenance just like anything else, like your car, like you do, like painting your house. Yeah, you, know, you just have to do these things occasionally. So we've talked that uh, we've talked about that on previous shows. You just got to maintain your roof every uh, four or five years. After after house has been built, you need to start having it checked. And, of course, as it gets to the 10-year 10, mark, 12-year mark, 15-year mark, uh, you want to start having it checked every two or three years max. I don't have any and, idea what to look for, Tim. Teach me what to look for just from ground well, level, whatever I can see with the binoculars. Well, if you've got binoculars, uh, yeah. you can stand in your backyard, and if you see those pipes that are sticking out of your roof, yeah. Uh, those are your plumbing pipes. That's your ventilation for your plumbing pipe system. So that way your pipes flow when you flush the toilet and you drain water out of your sink. It, it helps flow the system out. Yeah. Uh, that's what those pipes are for that come out of the roof. And those flashings that are around them, they're rubber gasketed, use most of them. Yeah. Um, now, when we do a new roof, we use lead, so there is no rubber gasket. But on most roofs, you see the rubber gasketed. And those things dry rot at the 8 to 12-year mark. So if your roof is in that ballpark, you need a maintenance badly. You need to call someone out and, and have that checked out. Um, but looking at that, you'll see cracked at those particular pipes. You'll see that the, that the uh, rubber is typically cracked. And if you don't see cracks and you know your roof is or your home is at least 12 years old, yeah. the roof would be new with the house back then. Um, so say so you live in a 12-year-old house. Uh, if you don't see cracks in that flashing, you can be sure that your flashing is dry rotting or um, at least so inelastic that it's not sealing around the pipe, thus water comes in. So well, I don't see a leak in my bathroom or in the area that that pipe comes out. That doesn't mean you don't have a leak. It's, it's, it's fairly uh, certain for every leak that you do find, mm -hmm. there's four or five more in your roof that you don't see. So even if you don't see a leak at all anywhere on your ceilings, doesn't mean you don't have a roof leak. And you don't always see them in the attic too, because what happens is the leak will come in yeah. and work its way down the roof between the shingles and the tar paper or the plywood before it ever comes out and might do all its damage on the outer part veneer of the plywood before it ever even comes into the attic. So, um, good idea to just have your roof maintained regularly. Okay. I don't have any leaks in my, did at one point have an issue when we bought the house, the unfinished, um, bonus room had, of course it contained the, 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 uh, what do you call it? The flu for the, for the gas, uh, fireplace mm -hmm. downstairs. And I'm assuming it was the flashing that was outside the house that had worn 
because we could just see that there was an area of black that had gotten wet. Is yep. that, what the, that the kind of thing that a, uh, a person should notice? Oh, yeah. And call you about? Yes. And, um, or if you, going back to the binoculars outside, if you start seeing shingles that look like they're wrinkling or uh, lo- if you're losing lots of granules that come down your gutters, downspouts, and you see a lot of granules down on the ground at your downspouts or around your house, that's not a good sign. Yeah. Binoculars, again, if you see your shingles or the gapage between the shingles have kind of widened up or they start to curl mm-hmm. um, or they look like they're cracking, uh, that's not a good sign. So just... But again, just because you have some of that stuff going on doesn't mean you can't get some more years out of it, but you've got to get up there and do some preventive maintenance. And talk about years. Tim Ferruzzi knows a way to get a 50-year warranty on a roof or a roof. doesn't matter how you say it. You could get 50 years. We're going to have Tim tell us about that uh, coming up. 93 degrees. If it feels hotter to you, we agree. The full AccuWeather forecast and more from Tim and myself. We are on Making Your Home Great, News Radio 680 WPTF. And the fellow whose commercial just aired, Brent from OC Taylor Smart Exterior Solutions, on this radio show on the 22nd, a couple of Saturdays from now. The News Radio 680 WPTF AccuWeather Forecast, Sunshine Clouds. And a high near 93. It says increasing clouds, and that might be a good thing for people who are just not not enjoying the heat. Overnight lows still at about 70. Tomorrow you're up to 87 with less humid weather than Monday, a thunderstorm or two. 93 now with a real feel of 104 degrees. News Radio 680 WPTF making your home great. Tim Ferruzzi on the radio talking about roofs today. Tim, of course, handy helpers. Highland Residential Roofing. And if you've got a question either about what we're talking about or anything from the basement to the attic and beyond, call us at 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. So, Tim, you ready to talk about the uh, the warranty? Oh. Or- yeah, so before we get into new roofs, yeah, uh, let's talk more about the repair work. So Please. if anybody out there has uh, questions about their roof, feel free to give me a call. Be happy to come out and take a look at it. No charge for the estimate. I give you my opinion on whether it can be repaired or how far out uh, you'll need to plan on it being replaced so you can start budgeting. And, and I'm sure we can do some things uh, to get you some more time, but not always. Sometimes it's just not possible if you've waited too long. And, uh, and some people don't want to wait much longer. Sometimes they'd rather take the, uh, you know, 1200 or 800 or whatever it might be in repair money mm-hmm. that it would take to repair the roof and just go ahead and invest that in the new roof so they feel like they've done a better job with their, with their uh, financing. But sometimes they don't have a choice. They have to do that. They might have some kids in college or be uh, trying to maybe they're going to do this or do that and they need to buy more time and um, so we can work either way and and in that commercial setting uh heavy commercial light commercial industrial um we do a lot of that so you know people can call us we'll be happy to come out and do an inspection and tell you what needs to be done uh, 
repair-wise. And uh, a lot of times in, in commercial settings, you could get more time out of it as well. You just need to know uh, what needs to be done and where at. And, and, of course, we know what to look for. We've been trained in that arena. We're members of the National Roofing Contractors Association and Roofing Roof Consultant Institute. And um, so we've been doing it a long time, and we can help you save money. It's not just slapping down some tar paper and then nailing down rows of roofs, roof shingles? No, no. there's lots of different uh, <laughs> uh, materials out there. There's different grades of steel, gauges of steel, uh-huh. uh, metal, aluminum, copper. There's uh, different flat roofing materials. There's EPDM, which is a synthetic rubber. There's TPO, which is a thermoplastic. There's PVC. There's Hypalon. Um, there's silicone coatings, elastomeric coatings. Um, there's some uh, filler roof filling situations where it's just pure epoxy, um, where you don't even put down a, 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 any kind of a membrane or coating. It's more of just a, a filling scenario. You would see some of that in high rises. They have very small roofs with a lot of penetrations. Yeah. So lots of different choices and, uh, you know, you've got to know what you're looking at and how to repair that particular product. Uh, you don't want to just use just anything to do a repair on a commercial setting. And, and residentially, it's a little bit more uh, rudimentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, they are shingles in most cases, but you do run in residential situations where you've got um, uh, maybe a, a low-pitch roof or maybe it's cedar, cedar roofing, which we do replace those. Uh, maybe it's a, a metal roof. Maybe it's a shake roof made out of a, a metal a metal shake type material. Um, you see some slate roofs. We've done work on slate roofs. So, you know, a little bit more basic in the residential arena, but uh, you still need to know what you're doing. You know, people come out and have repairs done, and the guys use a, a white shingle on a black roof, and it looks terrible, and it <laughs> do a good job matching it well. So... Just, you know, lots of considerations. You want to make sure that you're getting your money's worth. And people say, well, gosh, I can get that done for $150 instead of 350 Yeah. But what are you really getting for that? That's that's the whole thing. People are deceived. And we've mentioned this before. Sometimes when you think you're getting a better deal up front, that's the most expensive deal yeah. uh, that you just paid for. So you're better off paying for it to be done right because that's the way you truly save money. Yeah, the the repair idea, because you're going to extend the life of the roof, is fine as long as you don't have, I don't know, as long as you don't have problems during that repair period. When do you decide that you got to re- totally replace, go down to the wood? Well, you know, it, it, it depends. Uh, that's, a, that's an open-ended question, because there's lots of different things you have to look at and considerations that, the contractor has to make as well as the homeowner has to make. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anytime your roof is starting to get up to the 16 to 22 year range, no matter what type of shingle you have on it, um, you got to start looking really hard and considering replacing it. Um, But again, I've looked at some 35 year old roofs and um, repaired them. Yeah. What did we think 15 years ago? What were they talking about in terms of length of that shingle? 
Because I'm assuming shingles today are better than 15 years ago and better well, still than yeah, no. Supposedly, supposedly, okay. but you know we live in, we live in a in a world now where everything's meant to be uh, churned and burned. Everybody yeah. wants to, uh, you know, let there's a, uh, an appliance you put in your house or anything. They want it to uh, be obsolete in a in a shorter period of time so they can. Uh, sell your replacement parts and sell your new appliances, and it's unfortunate, but that's just kind of the world we live in now versus, you know, 30 years ago when you bought a heating and air system for your house, it would last, you know, 20 years. Yeah. Now you're lucky if it lasts 10 or 12 years. So same thing with the shingles, in my opinion, uh, and, and, and the materials. They, 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 they sell you these warranties. They say they're going to last long, mm-hmm. uh, and, and hopefully they do. But one of the real important things with roofing is how the work is done and what are the components that are being used that you don't see. Because when you look at your house and your neighbor's house and the other house and say they were all just redone, they all look good, you know, but mm-hmm. they all look the same. And so people put them, they commoditize it and say, oh, well, that I can use that roofer because he was uh, $1,200 cheaper. But what they don't realize is there's probably a reason he was $1,200 cheaper when it comes to the labor quality as mm-hmm. well as all the detail things that you don't see when you're looking at the roof that were used. You're not the only person I know who uh, swears by hammer nailing in the roof as opposed to using a nail gun. And what's that concept about? Why is that? Well, we hand nail all our roofs, just hammer and nail, just yeah. like the good old days. And uh, the reason we do that is because you're monitoring each nail that goes in, and uh, you're dealing with a higher-quality roofing installer as well. Uh, most guys that are roofing are using guns. It's a pneumatic hooked to a pneumatic gun with an air hose hooked to a compressor, and uh, you can hear them on the roof if your neighbor's getting it done. <laughs> boom, 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 yes. boom, boom, the echoing. And sometimes those guys don't even have hammers on the roof, and there might just be two guys that are doing that and two guys that are handing the shingles or putting them in place or getting them close to them. Yeah. And uh, it's just, you know, it's just getting it done faster. So a roof that might take those guys a day to do might take us two days to do. Um, so no way. Not two yeah. whole days to repair, replace my roof. Well, Tim, you're in, talking in about it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mocking yeah, you. Roofs, I'm saying. Some roofs take us a week. It just should, depends on how big the house is. Some but shouldn't it? Right? A good job? Shouldn't uh, it take longer? Nah, not necessarily. Okay. You've, got, you've got six, seven, eight guys out there. All right. Uh, you're, it depends on the size house. So some roofs will take, like I said, two, three days. Some roofs will take a week. If you've got a really huge roof you can plan on a, a week mm-hmm. a week and a half so most people don't know what huge means when i say that but your average home say it's a 2200 square foot two-story house in raleigh mm-hmm. with a with a somewhat of a pitch and some angles on it that roof will take about two days for us because we're hand nailing it whereas some guys can come out and do it in one day because well, a lot of guys can do it in one day because they're using the guns that you're just not getting the quality. And the nails come out so much easier when you're when we go and take these roofs out. Right. That, the pneumatic guns have been out for a while. Mm-hmm. We're taking these old roofs off, the ones that were nailed with nail guns versus the ones that were hand-nailed. The ones that were nailed with nail guns are easier 
to remove the shingles and the nails. So the nails and the mechanism there is just, and maybe something to do with physics as well, is just not good of a, as good a quality. So right. when you when a windstorm comes through, don't expect those roofs to hold up as well as the roofs that were hand-nailed. That's Tim Feruzzi of Highland Residential Roofing and Handy Helpers, and of course making your home great. He's here every Saturday. We'd love for you to call in and ask a problem, either about a roof or a basement or wherever. He'll, he'll go anywhere in the house to to take a look at something and figure that that's what he's going to do on the radio here. You have an issue? Uh, you have a question? Call us up. 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783, that is. Making your home great. News Radio 680 WPTF. And the AccuWeather forecast on making your home great calls for increasing clouds this afternoon and a high today near 93 we're we're right there overnight low tonight 70 with uh, fairly humid conditions but tomorrow less humid and a few degrees off the high with a high temperature up to 87 by monday a possibility of thunderstorms it is 93 degrees and yes it feels warmer the real feel up over 104 news radio 680 wptf tim Feruzzi. From Highland Residential Roofing and Handy Helpers. Of course, Tim, it's hotter on the on the roof anyway, right? Oh, yes. It's, 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 I, I have a lot of sympathy for the people who are doing that work in the sunshine. It can't be a pleasant experience no matter what. Uh, well, let's speak about let's speak about temperatures on the roof and yeah. the things that need to be considered there. So if you go with a standard black roof, you can expect the temperature of your shingles at touch to be around 165 degrees when it's, when it's 90 degrees outside. Yeah. Whereas if you went with a lighter shingle, such as something more like a silver gray or a white. And when they say white, it's not really white. Like we know white. It's, it's obviously made out of asphalt material, so it can't be, but so white, Uh the temperature of that material will be 135 degrees. So you can, lower the temperature just on the roof itself mm-hmm. by 25 to 30 degrees just with the color of the material. Same yeah. with commercial roofing as well. Yeah. Which, what that does is that translates into your building or your home in uh, in your attics mm-hmm. in a cooler temperature. So if you imagine you've got 30 degrees higher temperature on your roof, well, then that translates into your attic into a higher temperature and, of course, or lower temperature, depending on what color you're using. And, of course, that saves you money on your thermostat. If you're dealing with a, a summer like we are now, um, where you can probably lower your temperature on your thermostat two to four degrees, depending on the color of your roof right. alone. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yep. Am I going to get more mileage maybe out of the roof or more mileage out of something else? Is there an economic benefit to me to well, yeah, not put yeah. a perfectly black roof up there yeah let's 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 assume that ventilation has been done properly on both roofs whether it's a an energy star rated color mm-hmm. or a black shingle and, and the, the prices on the materials no different for shingles for an energy star shingle versus a black roof or a dark brown roof or uh whatever so right Assuming ventilation is all the same, uh, what you can expect is cooler temperatures in your house, which means your heating and air heating and air unit doesn't have to run as hard. So you're going to save money on your utility bills. Your 
unit that's the heating and air unit itself is going to last longer because it's not being taxed as much. Mm -hmm. The fan that's up in the attic that's running is not going to have to run as hard if you're using a thermostatic controlled fan. Mm -hmm. It's not going to have to run as hard. So that unit's going to last longer and it's going to lower, be using less energy as well. So lower utility bills there as well. And then, of course, you know, what about all our stuff in our homes, you know, our windows and our, or our shade, you know, everything that is, you know, the heat and cooling affect everything. And that's probably a lesser item. Right. More so are the items I mentioned earlier, but you just, you don't want lots of temperature differentiations in your house. And, you know, a lot of times you'll see these people with a, a third floor and um, they wonder why it's so warm up there. Well, first of all, you're so close to the roof. Yeah. And second of all, it's because you probably have, uh, you know, a darker roof. And so you got to consider all that, especially if you don't, if you have lots of trees around your home mm-hmm. and the house is covered and shaded pretty well, it's not such a big issue, but a lot of us don't have that. So, you know, we do need um, any advantage we can get with the color of the product. And when they were doing a tax credit on shingles, they did it for two years. I believe it was in 08 and 09, okay. 2008, 2009. If you went with an Energy Star shingle, and a synthetic underlayment, not a tar paper, but a mm-hmm. synthetic underlayment, you would get that tax credit. That was only for two years they did that, and then they stopped it for whatever reason. But it had to be an Energy Star shingle, which was a lighter shingle with a synthetic underlayment. So when we when we found out about that back then, right. we stopped using tar paper altogether and went to synthetic underlayment right off the bat. because, And there's different levels of synthetic underlayment. So synthetic underlayment is like a woven polyester material mm-hmm. and it is not only a waterproofer but it's a radiant break and that's where it was being used with this tax credit because it was a radiant break as well so you go with an energy star shingle lighter shingle mm-hmm. and a synthetic underlayment instead of tar paper you're helping your cooling bills even more is there a big difference between that inexpensive tar paper and the synthetic underlayment uh, is it big enough that i'm going to care well, there's a, synthetic underlayment has become a huge market in the last uh, six to eight years, if not a little bit longer. So a lot of people are making it. There's different grades of synthetic underlayment. I've got my favorites mm-hmm. that I prefer. You know, not all is the same just because it's called synthetic underlayment. Yeah. Tar papers, there was a what was at one time called a 15-pound and a 30-pound. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're still on the market, and they still use the symbol on the outside of the package roll that uses the pound symbol or the number symbol. Yeah. But it technically is no longer allowed to be called 15-pound and 30-pound, which had to do with the asphalt amount per square, mm-hmm. per 10-by-10 10 10 area. Now they call it number 15 and number 30, but a lot of guys will still call it 15-pound and 30-pound, even though it doesn't have as much asphalt as it used to. So the quality of that material or that product has decreased as well because, again, of the thing you mentioned earlier, that everybody's trying to save money and and cut out the cost and the life of things because they want to keep them moving through yeah. the economy. I've noticed that happening. I have. And everybody's price conscious. I'm actually on one of the uh, home builder supply house, you know, and search, I'm searching and looking at roofs. Uh, or at least shingles. And there's a variety of things, including some pretty nice-looking shingles that don't look anything like what I've got in my house. 
I got the blue collar shingle. I've got the shingle that made America great. You it's, probably have a three tab shingle. That's right. I got the three tab shingle in almost black. Can I get yep. some fancier stuff? And is that a really expensive proposition? Uh, 98% of the roofs we do are now all architectural shingles, dimensional shingles, so like the ones that uh, you just mentioned are an upgrade yeah. from the ones you have. Three tabs were used very heavily back in the uh, 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. prior. And there was a big difference between the architectural shingle prices, uh, material-wise, and the three-tab shingle prices. The three-tabs are what you have, yeah, and they're just a simple, thin shingle that have two cuts in them that yep. make them called three tabs. So the three sections, that, that because of the two cuts, they're called three tabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're uh, fairly, uh, um, you know, they're not as good a quality either as they used to be. The, the price difference between the architectural uh, material and the three tab used to be uh, large, mm-hmm. say, 15, 20 years ago. But now there are almost no difference in price between that product and the architectural shingle. It literally, for your average house, the material uh, just for the shingle differences is probably 250 350 bucks. Right. So you're better off going with the architectural shingle because you don't have those two cuts in them. Right. You have less waste for water to get in. It's a heavier shingle. It's mm-hmm. one big slab. It's a heavier shingle. It's a double laminate or a tri-laminate. Uh, it weighs more, obviously, because of the double laminate and triple laminate of uh, material. And not all of them are triple laminates. Some, uh, some of them are just double laminates. Most of them are. Right. So it's got more asphalt in it, more layers. Um, it's got a higher fire rating. It's a Class A fire rating. It holds up in the... Um, Wind ratings of up to 130 miles an hour, 110 to 130 miles an hour, and they look better. You know, they yeah. look more stately and traditional yep. um, versus the the cheaper shingle that you were describing earlier. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> the, the and kind I have. Um, yes, <laughs> yeah. and then we can get we can get warranties. You know, we're we're certified with with many companies. Uh, we're certified with Mulehide in the commercial sector. Uh, we're certified with some metal manufacturers. We're certified with shingle manufacturers like CertainTeed, which is made up in Oxford, North Carolina, and in Atlas Shingles. Um, so we can give you 50-year labor and material warranties because of those certifications that we have with those companies. I want to walk people through that, but obviously the easiest thing to do to get that warranty is to dial this number, 919-676-5969. Which is HighlandRoofingNC.com, the website, and Highland Residential Roofing. If you have some questions about it, dial this number, 919 860 9783, because we're talking roofing now with Tim Feruzzi on Making Your Home Great, News Radio 680 WPTF. Again, dial now, 919 860 9783. As they used to say in AM radio, please dial carefully. News Radio 680 WPTF. Your weather forecast includes sunshine with increasing clouds. Today's high 93. We're there. 93 degrees, real feel, 104. Making your home great on News Radio 680 WPTF. Dave Alexander and Tim Ferruzzi. Tim of HighlandRoofingNC.com and Highland Residential Roofing. Uh, and of course, Handy Helpers. And uh, we've been talking with Tim about roofs. Gene in Raleigh. 
Yes. Tim, do you do uh, residential rubber roofs? Yes, we do, Jean. You do? Yes, ma'am. What's fact, the correct... Why do we do uh, a rubber roof? I, well, uh, my rubber roof on my house has a leakage, and I need someone to look at it. Yeah. Yep, yep. And, and call they don't you like, at your number, 676-5969, is that it? Yes, yes ma'am. And to make an appointment to come out and see? Yes, ma'am. Just give me a call and uh, or email. And uh, I'll come take a look at it and tell you what we can do to repair it, or if it needs, you know, if it needs replacement, I'll tell you about that as well. But uh, hopefully, it can be repaired. That would be nice. And I'll yep. give you a call Monday morning. That's fine. Very good. Or, to, or, or today, or today, either way. Well, after you leave the station. Well, I would never yes, even just call him. You go, Gene. go right to voicemail. Go right to voicemail, <laughs> and I'll call you back. Never All let right. never let any time go by. Call him right away. <laughs> he doesn't mind. Thank you. All right, thank All you, right, Gene. Gene. Take care. I guess my dumb question was, what is the application for well, rubber roofing? Is that, there, you know, what is that's it? A, that was good that she called because yeah. uh, we've had a couple clients just recently in the last two weeks where we've had to come in and remove shingles that were on pitches that were too low, yeah. and we installed the proper material, which is a flat roofing material or a low-pitch roofing material. Uh-huh. So the build, building code and the shingle manufacturers, shingle manufacturers predominantly say do not use our product, any shingles, on pitches less than 312. Right. So we've talked about what a 312 pitch, if you're standing up outside uh, or standing up anywhere and, and three foot's about up to your waist and you go down 12 foot out at an angle to the point of zero, mm-hmm. that's a 312 pitch. So mm-hmm. if it's at your knees and you go out uh, 12 feet to the point of zero, creating that angle, that pitch would be too low for shingles. Mm-hmm. So anything okay. under a 312 pitch, you're not supposed to have shingles. I see it all the time um, where someone's come and slapped on a front porch or a back porch or a, a, a room addition and they've used shingles and it's against building code. And the reason it's against building code is because those roofs leak. And with leaking, you get structural damage, and you also get bioaerosols, molds, and things of that sort. So yeah. um, I see it a lot. And she sounds like she already has rubber on it, which is the st- a step in the right direction. I usually see the scenario where they're have, they have the wrong material on there. You can do rubber. You can do TPOs, things we talked about earlier in commercial things. You can do... Uh, metal roofing, but it has to be the metal roofing where it's a standing seam metal roofing where the fastener is actually built into the seam, kind of like the good old days. Mm-hmm. And you would see that on like beach homes. Most beach homes that would have metal roofs would have that kind of roof. Uh, commercial buildings, uh, high-end homes, and ho- homes that have low pitches. If you try to put a metal roof that has the fasteners through the face of the metal, and you see that's what's going up a lot in these houses around everywhere. It's a lesser-cost metal roof, but it's not as effective because it has all the holes in it. I'm not saying it's a, a bad roof, but you definitely can't use that roof in less than a 312 pitch because they will leak. Um, you have to get, you really need a standing seam roof in that application, which is, Again, the fastener is built into the seam, so the seam actually covers the fastener, and there's no way for the roof to leak. Uh, 
So I'll probably confuse a few people on it, but if you have any questions, feel free to call me and I can explain it. But So in residential settings, you can use uh, any type of commercial low-pitch material. Right. Most people use rubber, EPDM, because it's lesser cost. Be wary, though, of using guys that aren't certified in that arena because a lot mm-hmm. of guys say they know how to put it down, uh, and they don't. And right. They're not certified. They don't extend it up with the walls properly, under the shingles properly, at the transitions. Um they don't use the right right perimeter drip edges. They don't use the right materials yeah. in the whole process. And you really need to stay with the same material. All right. Again, Tim, Tim we've got only one ear out the other, but it's very no, important that's all right. to use somebody. Yep. I just have Mark in Youngsville who's been waiting patiently. Mark, thank Sorry you. What that, is Mark. your question, Mark? <laughs> yes, I do. That sounded funny. Uh, I'm going to have to replace my, my roof in the next five or ten years, and I'm trying to decide whether I want to go to a shingled roof or a metal roof. And the shingled roofs, you can get them, I guess you said you can get them last 50 years. Yep. If you can put a metal roof on, depending upon the thickness of the metal, will, won't they last longer? Um, you know, in a, a standing seam metal roof, um, 24 gauge uh, should last longer than 50 years. Um, would it last 100 years? Possibly, possibly, yes. Uh, it it should. Well, I, it should. I'll tell you why I'm asking. I'm leaving this house to my daughter, so she can rent it out. So I'm looking long term. <laughs> you yeah, are, yeah. yeah. So you know, uh, doing a doing a good quality shingle job with someone that's certified, where you can right. get that real fifty year labor and material warranty. That's right. a very good roof, um, but. You know, metal roofs, standing seam, they're good. But listen, I've, I've already had to go, on, go go back and replace some of these metal roofs from hail damage and things of the sort. So nothing is going to last as long as maybe it used to. Um, coloring right, right. of, of metal roofs also is an issue. They give you a 50-year warranty on the, on the finishes. But again, expect it to start fading heavily at the 30 the 40-year mark, if not a little earlier. So that means, hey, right. do I need to go repaint this thing? And then is that going to stick as well? So yeah. there's advantages and disadvantages to each. But uh, I would say that you're on the right track, you know, just making sure you're using the right product and you've got someone that's certified with the, how with do you the to- manufacturer. How do you toss the coin near the way, though? Uh, depends on how much money you want to spend. So, oh, that, yeah, uh, okay. let's yeah. say if you want to spend a lot of money, put a metal roof on. Okay. Because yeah. I'm looking long term. So, yeah, if you're if you're you know your shingles, uh, a fifty, I can give you a fifty year labor material warranty on a architectural shingle for right. say a dollar. The the uh, the metal standing seam metal roof that's twenty four gauge is going to cost you three dollars. Three dollars. Three dollars versus one dollar, so gotcha. you're talking anywhere from two and a half to three times more money for the metal. I was told, and I don't know. I, that, was, I don't know that you're going to get that much that return gotcha. back. Well, she might. <laughs> I won't. Now, yeah. <laughs> is it true that you won't have to pull off the shingle roof that's there to put on a metal, or is that a myth? You really should. Um, okay. Uh, you really should pull it off, but you don't have to. If you don't, if you, you know, the manu- some of the manufacturers say you can leave a shingle roof down, but it, there's got to be certain 
uh, steps taken. It can't be in terrible shape. You've got to separate right, right. it. You right. got to put a separation you. layer between the two. The problem with you know expansion and contraction of material. Imagine a, a metal roof uh, moving back and forth. The panels do move. Right. Um, with the grid underneath it, those are basically the granules is or rocks. They're, That's they're, right. I, I think they're granite or maybe what limestone, whatever it is. Uh, so it's like sandpaper. So in time, it will. Uh, yeah, it I understand. Will, it will mess it up. So you yeah, have to think yeah. about that. Preferably, in the best application, you pull the shingles off. You put yeah. uh, a layer of synthetic yeah. down, and yeah, you I think that's what I'll do. Right. Yeah. That's right. Well, thank you very much for your information. Yes, sir. No problem. I enjoy the show. All right. Thank Thanks, you, Mark. Mark. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Mark in Youngsville. I, so we went from rubber roofs to metal roofs, and he wants 100 years on the roof. Is the, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, possible uh, again, a good quality metal roof. I just put one on, uh, as I mentioned a couple weeks on the show, I put yeah. one in Bath, North Carolina, uh-huh. and uh, right on the water. And they wanted to go with a um, an 032 aluminum, and he didn't even want to color on it, he wanted to just the straight aluminum color. Mm-hmm. So we, we hand built the roof for him on site with an 032 aluminum, and he's going to get a long, a long time out of that roof, it'll That's be up good. there for. Every bit of every bit of sixty to hundred years. Very good, Tim Ferruzzi. Unless, unless we get high winds, that well, that's all. We uh, you know, a lot of variables in the next hundred years, but we're yeah, we're you know knocking wood here. Uh, Tim Ferruzzi from Highland Residential Roofing, handy helpers, and of course making your home great. He's here every Saturday. We look forward to it. Next hour of the show, we got Timothy Johnson from Johnson Pressure Wash on the radio news radio 680 wptf news radio 680 wptf making your home great 93 degrees right now the accuweather forecast sunshine but increasing clouds overnight low tonight near 70 then tomorrow a bit like today but less humid and not as hot high near 90 sorry high near 87 degrees and near 90 on Monday with thunderstorms. 93 now, real feel 104. Uh, on this half hour of the show, Timothy Johnson of Johnson Pressure Wash. In upcoming shows, Brent from OC Taylor, Smart Exterior Solutions. And we got Josh Payne of the Shed Depot and Jack Dup of Jack Dup Fencing. Tim Ferruzzi with us right now. Hi, Tim. Hey. All right, and Timothy Johnson, how are you, sir? I'm okay, so how are you doing today? I made up that thing about jacked-up fencing. It's not, we don't have a construction company called jacked-up fencing. But if you've ever, I mean, <laughs> what a great name for a fencing company, though. Yes, yeah. Because you guys have any idea how hard it is to make a straight fence? Jacked-up knows, because every fence he makes is jacked-up, jacked up, right. So, Timothy, welcome. How are you? I'm okay, sir. So how are you doing today? Good. Good. So, Johnson Pressure Wash, how long have you been doing it? So we've been in business since 2003, sir. You can stop calling me sir. Sir was my dad's name, and only when he was mad. Um, so, you've been doing this how long? Sorry. Since 2003. Since 2003. I'm not good with math, but you've been at this a while. Are you just doing sides of houses or or more? So we do homes, um, residential, commercial, um, heavy-duty equipment. Whatever need cleaning. How bad's a house gonna get for you to walk in and say, "Oh, I don't know about this." I, 
Well, really usually um, when it comes down to to um, a piece of property that that we'll walk away from, <laughs> usually it's when it's uh, it's been oxidized real bad. And, What's that? Oxidized. Uh, oxidation is occur when um, a portion of the home is really been um, subject to the uh, sunlight mm-hmm. over the years, mm-hmm. and it starts to fade. And a lot of times the homeowners might not get it cleaned as as much as they should, and and it goes to a point where it's it, it's beyond fixing when you can wipe your hand and just peel off the paint on you. Yeah, you get a soft kind of something on your hand. Yes, on sir. Your hand, right? Yes, sir. Okay, but typically, when should I get my house pressure washed, and what should you be using? Right? What do you use typically to clean my house? Um, I got a. By the way, I got a, a cheap little house with uh, aluminum, not aluminum, uh, vinyl siding on it. Okay. Um, first of all, before we go into for, uh, into further, I like to um, thank the Lord for allowing me to be here today and allow my companies to still be in existence. Yeah. Um, Amen. Um, Amen. Moving forward, um, you can get your home pressure washed twice a year. Uh, we definitely recommend twice a year, but if not, yeah. at least once a year. Yeah. Um, usually, um, a lot of people like to get their homes cleaned in the spring. Yes. Uh, and in the fall. Yeah, we get this done. For some of us, right after the pollen stops, yes, sir, falling because it's on that aluminum side or the siding mm-hmm. of the house like crazy. Uh, anybody know whether that's a is pollen going to hurt my house? No, pollen's not going to hurt your house. Yeah. Um, what what pollen? Um, once pollen hit um, a good rain, would mm-hmm. definitely wash away pollen. But yeah. something that rain cannot wash away is that dirt. Um, because dirt is flying around all year long. Yeah. And if the dirt ever get um, accumulated on your homes, then it's going to take a whole lot to get it off, sir. You don't do chihuahuas, do you? Because I got a hairless dog that really <laughs> needs some some cleaning. No, sir, I don't know him, but um, uh, tell him to give me a call. We're seeing what we can do for him. So what are we he doing? Might, he, he might throw that in, Dave, if you have him do your house. He'll just put the dog outside and he'll, he'll wash him. Well, the best part is it's not even my dog. So... Really, he would chase them away and clean them at the same time. What do you put on the house? What is it that goes up on the house? And do you put it down first, or is it in the tank when you're pressure washing? Um, with Johnson Pressure Washing, um, what we do, we try to be unique with our services. Mm-hmm. Um, what we do, sir, what we do, we manually mix our own chemicals. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of companies like to let the machine mix it for them, but mm-hmm. at Johnson Pressure Washing, um, before we get started, we'll walk around the perimeter of your home. We'll look at it, and we'll point out any imperfections we might see with the property. Yeah. So, so then once we finish, it won't be any surprises. And um, what we do, we'll go look at the siding, uh, look at the age of it, mm-hmm. and then we and then we can adjust our chemical content from that from that point, sir. You do um, houses that are made of block or stone or foundations of houses? Yes, sir. We can also. Okay. All right. Uh, Tim, jump in with any questions you've got. Timothy Johnson is here with Johnson Pressure Wash. Our telephone number is 919-860-9783. Tim, so just why don't you talk about some of the jobs you've done over the last month, maybe the different materials or situations that you've come across that you've cleaned for people just so the public can kind of get a visual of... uh, what you're able to do. Okay. Um, we just finished up a, um, a project we was doing where we were cleaning cleaning stucco. 
mm-hmm. stucco is a, is material that um for us it, it looked like concrete but it's not yeah um you have to be very very careful um when you're cleaning uh, stucco and 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 one of the myths about pressure washing is uh the pressure washing doesn't do the cleaning the mm-hmm. chemical does the cleaning mm-hmm. um only thing the pressure washer does is applies it and takes it off. Mm-hmm. So, so if you ever run across a company say that we 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 have to pressure to 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 really get the dirt off your home, yeah, you might want to walk away from that because um the, the cleaner does the pressure washing. I mean, the chemical does the right. um, does the cleaning and not the pressure washing. Tim Ferruzzi is a uh, he does a lot of things in the homes, but he's Highland Roofing, Highland Residential Roofing. Do you clean roofs? We have, and um in certain instances, um if they like a one story um, home, we yeah. can and we do our best to clean them yeah. from that point. And now when you start getting them three stories, high pitch no, homes, that's yeah. I mean we could do it, but a lot of times, a lot of customers they'd be like, um, I know it costs that much. It can be it can be expensive to 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 clean a roof. Yeah, See, yeah, this, because it's risky. Yes, well, sure, yes, yes. Uh, it's I risky would, plus it takes a lot of work. It it doesn't just come off like it does on your house. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But, yeah. It's funny because you just answered what Tim's question about pressure washers or pressure washing people who come out to the homes, mm-hmm. because he's the kind of guy who comes in. He's if you mention moisture to Tim at a dinner party, you will get a conversation about moisture in your house. Okay, it okay. sounds like Timothy Johnson of Johnson Pressure Wash knows we're not running high pressure right up against the siding. No. Because you gotta you gotta protect the house. Yes, you do. All right. Telephone number here, 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Any question for Tim Ferruzzi or for Timothy Johnson? Dave Alexander here. Any opinions expressed by Dave Alexander are just loony and not to be relied on. But the two fellas named Timothy, these guys know what they're talking about. So call us up. 919-860-9783. Making your home great. News Radio 680 WPTF. Underground utilities like gas, electric, or internet lines located. Having these lines marked before digging helps keep you, your family, and your neighborhood safe. 811 is fast, free, and it's the law. So don't forget to make the call to 811. Sponsored by North Carolina 811 and the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters in cooperation with the station. When it comes to just about any home remodeling project, go first to HandyHelpers.com. That's the company site for the Making Your Home Great Show expert, Tim Ferruzzi. Go to HandyHelpers.com if you need small repairs, remodeling, upgrades, exterior work, roofing, painting, plumbing, and more. Handy Helpers has been the Triangle's reliable home improvement experts since 1987. All work is 100% guaranteed. Go to HandyHelpers.com. That's HandyHelpers.com. From Car Lake to the Cape Fear and all around the Triangle. This is a fascinating thing. The news, traffic, and weather you need. We're going to dive deep into this. News Radio 680 WPTF. Mobile at WPTF.com. News Radio 680 WPTF. AccuWeather forecast hot. With an overnight low near 70 tonight, increasing clouds, and there's no thunderstorms in our forecast, but, you know, they could happen. Less humid tomorrow, high near 87, and then by Monday, a thunderstorm in spots, it's 93. Real feel, 104. Dave Alexander, along with Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing, and in-studio, Timothy Johnson 
of Johnson Pressure Wash. How did you get started into this? Well, sir, um, I got started into pressure washing. Um, um, I used to uh, detail calls, and um, that's what I used to do is like a little side um, side income in college. Yeah. And I, I was at a customer house, and I had just bought me a new pressure washer, uh, uh-huh. the small pressure washer, going pressure wash the cars, getting up under, up under fenders. And he asked me a question. He said, uh, Mr. Johnson, is it possible that you can clean my house? So <laughs> I looked at it, and um, I said, well, I'm th- I might not have the right nozzle. So I done a little research, yeah. and I came back about a week later and um, hooked up my pressure washer. And the nozzle uh, helped me to um, project the water from the pressure washer to the top of the house. Right. And we started from that point right there, sir. You said, man, there's there's as many houses as there are. I mean, as, mo- as many as there are cars. Yes. Might as well might as well do the houses. Yes, sir. That's a neat idea. That's a neat idea. And when was this? This was? This was in 2003. 2003. Okay. And the rest is history. Yes, sir. Um, you do the side of the house. Will you do my? Will you do my deck? Yes, sir. We, yes, sir. We I mean, do your deck for you. It'd be a dumb thing if you told me no. I, I mean, any of the questions in the next couple of minutes, you tell me no. No, I won't do that. That seems like you're not anxious for work. Well, sir, I'm a, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Yeah. Um. Um. If I run across a, a project that I feel like that I can't make it look satisfactory to me, right? I would tell the customer. Good. And um. I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. I definitely want to. Want the business, but I, but I want it to be good business. I want it to be so that if someone asks you about any work that we do, I want you to be be eager to say yes. Give them a call. Yeah. I don't um, like I said. If I don't feel like it's, it can look good to me, then I just pass it. I just I just pass it up and, and keep going. And you'll come out and do my driveway, but you yes, already sir. told me that oil doesn't always come out or doesn't usually come out. Is that true? Yes, sir. Um, as soon as oil make contact. Uh huh. With a, with a surface, you need to start trying to extract it then. The, the longer you set, the, the deeper it just goes down into the, surf, in, into the surface, sir. Well, I haven't had that car for 10 years. Okay. We're out of luck. No. We're, I'm, I'm, I'm out of luck. You still have a driveway, right, sir? You still have a driveway. All I need to do is to do something with it. Can I clean it and then paint it or something? I mean, They say you could. Yeah. You could. All right. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm telling you. And you're, you, heard what he, you heard what he just said, Dave. Yes. He'll clean it, and you can paint it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did catch that. Well, that's all right. Yeah, you know, we'll I have mean, a painter you know, in Tim, next week. Tim, Tim can't perform miracles, <laughs> so he's willing. To, he's willing to do what he can, and he'll fix it the best he can. I totally get that. Totally get that. What other kind of jobs have we not talked about, Timothy? Well, some of the jobs that um, we haven't uh, haven't talked about. It's like um, we do a lot of. Um, we had done a lot of um, dumpster pad work. Um, yeah. Now, that's one exception where you're going to need pressure to help you perform a job when you're dealing with grease. Uh-huh. Um, you're going to need the, um, something that's going to be designed to um, loosen grease up, mm-hmm. and you're also going to need very, very hot water. You, yeah. You cannot clean um, anything with grease without using hot water. Now, this is one exception where you're going to need a lot of hot water and a lot of pressure mm-hmm. to try to remove that grease from the, um, from the cement, sir. As opposed to the side of the house. Opposed to the side of the house. That's exactly right. All right. Um, so so dumpster pad work. So there's commercial uh, um, people who are calling you now. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. So do your best 30-second ad for the company and tell people what it is you want these commercial folks, landlords and, and uh, folks, to, to know about you. 
Okay, well, we'll um, we start with the we, we like to start with a restaurant. Uh huh. Um, um, if people's riding around your restaurant and they see where you see where you bringing all your your trash and everything out, yeah. and you have a, a a nice dirty path coming from your come from the back of the store to your dumpster pad, yeah. and your dumpster pad look dirty. Um, a, a lot of customers might might perceive that your kitchen is dirty. Might yeah. not be, yeah. but um, yeah. let let Johnson pressure wash and brighten up your world. Yeah, we have the um, we have the experience and the knowledge to make it look good for you. Mm-hmm. Give us a call nine one nine three three two four two five five. Well, we didn't mention his number. I feel so badly here. Tell me again, what's that number? Nine one nine. Yeah, three three two four two five five. Four two five five. What's your uh, territory? How far are you willing to go to pressure wash a house or a or a pad, sir? To be completely honest with you. The whole world need cleaning, <laughs> and if they can give I've me a bridge you are with some diesel, right. <laughs> so and you can get to it, <laughs> we can clean it, sir. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. Are you bringing your own water? Yes, sir. Most of the time, we do, sir. Oh, that's good. All right. Anything else, Tim Feruzzi? On the road. No, no. It sounds like he sounds like he knows what he's doing. He's got all the equipment. I'm convinced. He's been doing it for 14, 15 years. So, sounds like a a good outfit. Anything you won't pressure wash, other than the things that you know you're you're pretty. If you uh, if you saw a house that had you know no hope, or if you thought <laughs> trying it would be the wor- worst thing, you're not going to touch it. Is there anything else anybody's asked you to do that you've walked away from? Said, yeah, I'm not. No. Well, um, getting back to um, the question you, um, that we um, asked before was a deck. Yeah. And I have walked up on several on several instances where the, the deck is is cracking. Yeah, yeah. And if you walk on it, you, I'm, mm, I might go through you it. Might, you might fall through. I might deck. fall through. <laughs> Sir, can you pressure wash my deck? No. Um, ma'am, um, just to be completely this honest with you. Your Sometimes deck might need to be replaced. And you don't want to stand on the deck if you're pressure washing it anyway. Standing straight down and you're just going to deteriorate the deck. You don't want to fall through. No, I don't want to you fall don't through. Want to fall. Right. That makes sense. Timothy Johnson of Johnson Pressure Wash. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm glad. Thanks, Tim. Good luck. Yes, sir. Thank See you, you sir. Time. All right. Yep, good luck. Yep. Tim Ferruzzi on the line. Uh, Dave Alexander in the studio. Timothy Johnson here. Here's the telephone number, 919 919- Eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Coming up in the next couple of weeks, Tim, we're going to get uh, Brent. I, I'm pretty sure this is Brent Taylor of OC Taylor and Smart Exterior Solutions. We've got Josh Payne of the Shed Depot, and I know what you and I are talking about for the next two weeks. Um, is next week gutter week? You know, I don't have it in front uh, of me. I th- I've got it written down in my notes that next week is gutter week. Okay. Gonna How are we going to talk about week? gutters for an hour? Is that possible? Oh, wow, yes, for sure. Really? For sure. Gutters are so important. Gutters we're talking are- about roofs. We're talking about roofs today. Yeah. The the gutters are the second most important. And, and that's why I'm in the gutter business as well, because it's so important. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll come out to someone's house and talk about the roofing scenario and uh, things to eliminate the water from coming in their house or on their siding. And and then we start talking about gutters and maybe they don't have gutters or the wrong size gutters. So yes, there's, we can talk hours about gutters. You can talk hours. Will you guarantee it? And I'm going to do it. 
the following week really kind of falls into uh, tangentially in Timothy Johnson's area because preventive maintenance is the following week on the 22nd. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about including cleaning things okay, and and making sure that, that stuff's maintained week to week. Other than cleaning, Tim Ferruzzi, what else are we talking on preventative maintenance? Oh, preventive maintenance is, uh, you name it, it's uh, painting, yeah. caulking, uh-huh. uh, opening your eyes and just looking at what's going on on the exterior home or the interior home, yeah. uh, bathrooms, doorways. Doors, windows, uh, obviously your roof. So just lots of basic things. You know, and, and yeah. doing repair work for thirty years, yeah. as I've done, um, you you come across the same type of thing over and over again, yeah. a lot. So you see these areas where uh, are more susceptible to others. Five other seconds areas. till news time. I got to cut you off. Yep. Sorry, Tim. Yep. News is next. News Radio six eighty WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. The AccuWeather forecast, sunshine clouds and a high near 93. Overnight low of 70. For tomorrow, a high only up to 87. Low near 70. It's going to feel much more comfortable because it will be less humid. It is 93 with the real feel of 104. News Radio 680 WPTF. Tim Ferruzzi on the line. Dave Alexander in the studio behind a big mic. And we've got our telephone number, 919-860-9783. If you're, if you're within the sound of my voice, and by the way, Tim, they all are. If you're within the sound of my voice, go ahead and call and ask Tim a question about your home and making it great. 919-860-9783. So, Tim, what are you working on this week? So let's talk more about roofing, if you don't sure, mind. Sure, that's fine. So, so you know, if someone's looking for a new roof, some of the things that uh, uh, we're going to do as a company, and hopefully uh, other good roofers will do um, these, as well as some maybe just short of some of these things. Just yeah. depends. Um, so we're going to hand nail your roof. We're going to use. We're going to tear off your roof uh, in most cases. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put down a synthetic underlayment. But prior to the synthetic underlayment, which takes the place of tar paper, we use a leak barrier to give you that 50-year labor material warranty. That's one of the items that we need to use. We install that on the entire perimeter and in all the valleys. Mm -hmm. uh, And then also all the penetrations like your chimneys, your skylights, your pipes, your exhaust uh, vents, things like that. Synthetic goes on top of that. We're obviously doing drip edge, which is a piece of metal that goes on the entire perimeter. Yeah. And then we're using um, the manufacturer starter shingle. And one thing that, that we like to do that almost no one that I know of does is we glue that starter shingle and that first row of shingles together mm-hmm. uh, to help with wind uplift. So we actually adhere on, uh, on top of the the sealant that already comes with that product, we're lifting it up and adding an adherence all the way around right. uh, the entire perimeter. And uh, lead pipe flashing, so we don't use the rubber mm-hmm. uh, or the metal with the rubber gasket uh, type. We use lead, which actually is a piece of metal that goes over the top of the pipe and tucks in. Yeah. Um, so you no longer have a gasket. That's what they require in Florida, 
places, uh, certain places in North Carolina on the coast. That's what they used to use years ago, and that is a very good application. That way you don't have to replace your pipe flashings over 8 to 12 years. Okay. So we do that when we replace your roof. Um, obviously, a lot of guys will do the ridge vent, which helps with ventilation on the peak of your house uh, and gets the, the attic moving the air in and out because obviously you don't want your attic getting too hot. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, your single manufacturer warranties don't hold up. Um, we reflash the walls and the chimneys with galvanized metal. A lot of guys are using aluminum nowadays. We use galvanized metal when we do brick walls or brick fireplaces. Um, in the valley where we put the leak barrier, and the leak barrier, just so everybody understands, which is the first thing we put on your roof after we've stripped it off, is about a three-foot-tall roll of heavy-duty asphalt-type product. It's almost like the old 90-pound um, material. They call it 90-pound felt that used to be used on these barns. Right. On the sides of the barns, the green and red and different colors you see on the, out in the country. Yeah. Same type of material without the granules. That's the leak barrier that we're talking about, putting in all the valleys and around the perimeter. The, we also put metal in the valley. Mm-hmm. With the, and the synthetic actually crosses over in your valley. So, And then we weave our shingles through the valley. We don't cut them. We do a weave. So the water's got to go through the weed valley, through the weaved synthetic, um, through the, the metal liner, through the leak barrier. So when your roof shingles do start to fail in 20 years, 18 years, 30 years, whatever it is, you're going to have all those extra redundancies underneath it they're going to stop the water from coming in your house. Right. And that's the difference between us and others. Hand nailing, blah, blah, blah. So if anybody's interested in a good quality roof, call us. We'd be happy to come out and give you an estimate and uh, compare. You know, make sure you're comparing apples to apples when you're talking to different guys. Tim, is there ever a really a reason to leave a roof in place and then put another roofing material on top? Yeah. Yeah, a code allows it. Building code allows you to do up to two layers. Okay. And, um, you know, uh, if you think about it from a common sense standpoint, it's another layer of shingles that has to be ripped off during a storm if a storm comes through. So it's yeah. just extra protection. So uh, the, the key to that, manufacturers also will back it up. They'll give you the same warranty mm-hmm. on your roof if you do shingle over, but you've got to separate the old roof from the new roof. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, obviously, you have to do some special things on the perimeters and around the penetrations. All those have to be redone. The flashings on the chimney still have to be redone. But when you get all that stuff straight, you put the synthetic underlayment on the old roof, mm-hmm. just like you would on the wood, mm-hmm. and um, in the valley, do another layer, and then you shingle right over it. Make sure your ventilation is good. But, yeah, it's, uh, it makes a lot of sense. I'm, okay. I'm a proponent of it. But a lot of people don't like the idea. There was a phase back in the 70s uh, and 80s where a lot of people were doing that. Mm-hmm. And then they got away from it and started taking them off. But I like it. I think it's a good way to go. It saves you some money from having to tear off the old roof. Yeah. But a lot of people don't, you know, they're worried about, hey, maybe you're not going to see some wood rot when you, when you don't open up the roof. And that is a valid point uh-huh. in some scenarios. Um, but again, if you've got a scenario where you're worried about high winds and longevity and you're trying to save a few dollars, re-roofing or doing a roof over yeah. is not a bad idea as long as it's done properly. And your people would 
would they know if there was some major wood rot when they're walking up on top of the roof anyway? Yes, um, you can tell. Not always you can tell, but uh-huh. there's been a few scenarios where um, it was a surprise. So, yeah. And sometimes you can go in the attics yeah. and, and see this beforehand. Uh, not all the time because of the issue we talked about earlier where you don't always see the leaks from the side of the attic either. But uh, right. a lot of times if you have that much damage, you can see it from inside the attic. So that's another reason. But you can save, you know, someone could save anywhere from 600 to mm-hmm. $2,000 by just doing a roof over. And they really? still have a solid, oh yeah, and they still have a solid roof. Um, it's It's got the manufacturer's warranty. The building code allows it. And um, if a hurricane or tornado comes through, it's got to tear off now, what, four layers? It's got to tear off the top shingles, the synthetic, the old shingles, and what's under that. And uh, so it's extra protection. And I know this is a dumb question, but I ask nine or 10 or 50 a week. Weight, Weight is not an issue. Building code allows up to two layers. Yeah. So, I mean, my roof is built. Weight's already been considered in that yeah. code. All right. My, my yeah. roof is already, my house is already strong enough to hold those two layers. Exactly. Is what I'm learning here. All right. That's a good, that's right. that's a good thing to know. It's a good thing yep. to know. All right. You want to continue talking about roofs or you want to wander into other issues? It's your hey, and just, choice. And, just, and just, just a funny thing, you know, uh, 20 years, so, so say you do have two layers of shingles on your house yeah. 20 years from now. It might be kind of like Back to the Future where, you know, they're taking your roof off and throwing the back of a pickup truck and it runs the pickup truck for a couple months. <laughs> you know, so so who knows where things are going in the future. So, you know, uh, waste shingles are becoming more and more resourceful. A lot of the shingles that we tear off roofs now are being recycled into the road systems. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so when they repave the road, a certain percentage of that material in the road is allowed to be asphalt roofing material and so 80 percent 70 percent i don't know what the percentage is this high yeah. Yeah. if it's gotten to a landfill which it should be yeah. uh, most of that is being picked up by these road contractors and purchased uh, and what's funny to me is wake county kind of double dips they not only charge us to bring in the material yeah. but then they also get paid from a contractor to have it picked up where there's other counties that don't do that. They don't even charge us to bring in the material because they've already got the material sold ahead of time. Yeah. Just so you know, Highland Residential Roofing is Tim's company. Also handy helpers. We've been talking mostly about roofs today with Tim. And I'm looking at his website, and it's reminding me of something that has to do with Timothy Johnson of Johnson Pressure Wash. But he's got contact numbers for the Triangle Triad, Piedmont, Charlotte, and Greenville. Okay, if you're hearing Tim talk about roofs, yes, you are in his area, more than likely. 919-860-9783 is our telephone number. Call, ask Tim a question here. 919-860-9783. News Radio 680, WPTF. News Radio 680, WPTF. AccuWeather forecast hot. That's pretty much all you need to know, isn't it? Uh, We have our high temperature already so far. And uh, we expect the overnight low is at about 70. A little less hot and a little less humid tomorrow. 
uh, with a high only up to 87 degrees. Right now we're at 92 with the real feel at exactly 100 degrees. News Radio 680 WPTF. Dave Alexander along with Tim Ferruzzi of, uh, of course, Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing. Tim, you'd never guess where I was today. Where were you? I was at the Prepper Expo at the fairgrounds. And and I was shaking hands and meeting some people. It's actually a green expo along with the Prepper Expo, although the, the number of people who are interested in green, that is, you know, ecologically strong things, uh, were far outnumbered by the number of people who were interested in surviving a zombie apocalypse. And I mm-hmm. met a guy who you may have heard of. He's from Fayetteville. He's E.J. Snyder. He was on the first episode of Naked and Afraid. I'm just, I'm just telling you, that's my brush with, with famous people <laughs> for this, for this week. Also ran into a young fellow by the name of Drew Chandler of Yes Solar Solutions. I'm just gonna play his answer to a question or play the question and the answer. To, to talk about what it is that that they do, and I don't know, Tim. I think this is into this area. Are we now to the point where I might be able to start to run my house? Yeah, absolutely. On solar? So what most people do is they'll net meter their solar system, and that means they're still connected to the grid. Right. So you draw from the solar when you can. When you're producing more solar than you can use, you actually send it back to the grid. And most utility companies in North Carolina will credit you for that right. excess energy. Uh, and then at night, or when you're not producing solar, you'll draw from the grid. So, so maybe for a typical small home, mm-hmm. can I actually produce enough so that I'm sending energy to the power company? Absolutely. Uh, I'd say about 50% of our clients can offset 100% of their use. Hello there is Drew Chandler. Drew Chandler is with Yes Solar Solutions. And of course, they uh, they do solar panels. He's telling me that it's, we're now getting to the point where you can not only supplement and sell power to the power company, but if things go kaplooey, you can go ahead and run just off solar. I think is a great idea. Tim, that's your next business. I'm just telling you, this is what you got to go into. <laughs> well, I've had I've had solar training at. Uh... NC State with their program. See, I know it. Uh, so I, I, know I, it. I, I understand enough about photovoltaic and and, and uh, thermal. Um, and, and you know, and if someone's real serious about doing that on their roof, or yeah. and that's mostly where people put it, they need to make sure that they have. They don't put it on an old roof because you surely don't want to come back in five years and have <laughs> to replace the roof around solar panels. See, you're you're already up there, man. You're you've already proven that you're willing to get up on roofs, okay? Oh yeah. Two thirds of us won't. Okay. Yep. I got a brother who's so afraid of heights that we had to put a a stack for a for a home stove, like you know the big. Um, it was a a wood burning stove. Mm-hmm. He was immobilized on the roof. Yep. Yep. Could not. Well, you know when you're when you're dealing with the roofer, you need to deal with somebody you trust. You yeah. need to. People want to know that when the roof is done that it's not going to leak. Yeah. Listen, there's nothing like a there's nothing like a, a, a having a home that has leaks. And right. if you're married, 
you know what that means as a man because if you've got a leaky roof, you've got an unhappy wife. Oh, so, no, I, um, uh, you know, you got to have someone that you trust. And when you spend that kind of money, you want to make sure that it's good. I mean, we roofers are are doing a lot for your home. They're protecting your asset and yep. assets. Yep. So um, you got to make sure that you that you've got it done right, and you need people that are certified that have been doing it a long time. Good. Tim uh, Feruzzi has a website for the roofing end of his company, or at least one roofing company, HighlandRoofingNC.com. I'm there at the website. Typically, when we're talking, I've got one of Tim's websites up. It's got a picture of a roof. It's got a ladder against the roof. And there's a repair job being done on a roof. Tim, whatever's got to happen, wherever that was, that person's got to get Timothy Johnson from Johnson Pressure Wash to come out and do the gutters. Do you know what I'm talking about? There, I think so. There's... There, you know, it's it looks like my roof, honestly, with the black poured over the top of the gutters. Uh-huh. Do you think for, for a minute maybe, well, let's put it this way, should the water pour over the gutters on anybody's house and cause those no, black stains? You, you really want the water to go into the gutters, and we're going to talk further about that next week. You want and the water to go in the gutter and then down the spout, not pouring over. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, that makes sense. I'm just telling you, I look at your website. I pay attention to these things. Hey, by the way, yeah. um, for people that don't know, we work at the beach. We work wow. uh, in the mountains. So if you have a, a second home anywhere or you have a relative that needs a roof done or if you got neighbors, mm-hmm. you know, we've done scenarios where we've come out and done two or three houses side by side and uh, offered discounts. And there's, you know what, there's other good roofers in the Raleigh area as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's other people you can call if you've got a trusted roofer that you've used. Just make sure you you get the things you want when you do the roof. Don't just settle for this, this, and this. Understand when you go into that major purchase uh-huh. what you are getting. Okay. Uh, what should I ask? What type of synthetics, or what are you using under the shingles? What right. type of shingles are you using? Are you certified with these uh, manufacturers? Uh-huh. How do you nail on the roof? Oh, yeah. Is it hand nail or is it gun nail? Um, uh, how do you do cleanup? How, how do you take care of my yard in the process? Right. Um, what do you do with the nails that are coming down into my yard? Um you know, what do you do around your pipes? Mm-hmm. How do we handle ventilation? Do I have enough ventilation? Um, what kind of warranty am I going to get from you and the manufacturer? Um, give me references. You know, give me some references of jobs you've done. Uh, can I go see some jobs? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a variety. That's a few things you should ask. Makes sense. It does make sense also that Tim's companies. Highland Roofing, Highland Residential Roofing, and Handy Helpers will go into a variety of other areas because it's got to be true that every now and then you find something that the roof is roof needs to be worked on, but the soffit also has to be worked on. Yeah, fascia boards, gutter work, uh, soffit damage, like you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've gotten into jobs where we've worked on windows because of damage that was found. And, hey, do you guys do that? Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. So, you know, we're able to service those things as well. Okay. And and, and other roofing contractors are as well. So, you know, we're not, I'm I'm not trying to just promote ourselves. There's other guys out there that do a great job. 
just make sure you look into them properly. And because uh, the last thing you want to do is spend ten, fifteen thousand dollars and not get a good job. Right. You don't in your handy helpers work work on decks, or do you? Have yeah. you done that? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We've built decks. We've right. rebuilt decks. Built decks. Yep. Okay. All right. And you put put new boards down on the deck and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just yep. asking because that's the project. My wife and I are, you know, we're di- getting a punch list. We got, uh, you know, a three year plan for what we're going to repair on the house. It's amazing. We've never had a three year plan for anything, um, but we're and we're looking at the deck. Um, and yeah. I'm, I'm a deferred a deferred maintenance fund. Yeah, is a good thing to have when it when it comes to home ownership. I know that uh, it's hard to do for some people, but. Uh, it's, it's very wise, but then you don't want to come in and steal the money for something else when, when other, another emergency pops up, if you can help it. <laughs> well, it's been emergency after emergency the last 15 years, so it doesn't matter. That's, you know, that's emerg- the way it is. Having, it? having an emergency fund means keeping your job uh, for a lot of us. <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah. you know, but, you're, but you're absolutely right. I'm thinking of painting the, painting the deck. You got any thoughts on what kind of paint I should buy? I'm going to paint the handrails white and then replace all the wood boards. Uh, that are, oh that man, we walk I'm, I'm on. such a believer. I'm I'm such a believer in nothing and doing nothing to the deck other than keeping it clean. Really? Yeah, I, because when you start painting them, staining them, yeah. you're just getting into you're just getting into maintenance work and 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 future money. I think if you if you just you know clean your deck, uh-huh. start to wash it, yeah, take care of it, seal it with maybe a natural sealant, right? Type of a clear sealant or. Uh-huh something of the sort uh, versus getting out there you start painting treated wood and uh, you're asking for you're asking for extra work wow i know it's pr- i know it's pretty okay but you're just asking for extra work in the future well that's funny that's the first time anybody has ever used that phrase about me you know that dave alexander <laughs> he just asks for extra work um so so it's brown now. What should I put on it? Uh, some stain or? Uh, yeah, there's a, well, there's some clear sealants you can buy at uh, some of the box stores or local yeah. hardware store that you can just go and do some reading or some uh, computer searching and find out what's out there. Wow. There's a variety of products. I don't want to name any particular one, but, you know, just getting it cleaned, uh, you know, really good and let it dry for two or three days, good weather, and then come in and seal it uh, right. and you're good to go. And on that subject, thanks to Timothy Johnson of Johnson Pressure Washer. His, uh, Pre- Johnson Pressure Wash. His number is 919-332-4255. We're talking gutters next week on Making Your Home Great. News Radio 680 WPTF. Conversation.